everybody. This is Brandon Gersall, and you are listening to the Speaking of Podcast. Today, we're speaking all about marriage, specifically conflict. My wife, Melanie, and I have been hosting conversations with friends and colleagues over the past few weeks, talking all about marriage and how to make our marriages better. And today we talk about conflict and the role of conflict and how to fight fair. I think you're really going to like it if you're married and even if you're going to be married someday or even some of these principles are just helpful in general. In any case, we hope you enjoy this conversation about conflict with my wife, Melanie, my friends, Anthony and Crystal Moore and Andy and Carrie Broad. Here it is. Well, today we are into chapter three. We're talking about conflict. Uh, the chapter is called Pick a Fair Fight mm-hmm. and the idea surrounding conflict mm-hmm. in every marriage. And to help us talk today, uh, I want to introduce for the people who don't know who's here with us. These are our friends and colleagues here at King's Church. Uh, we've got Andy and Carrie Broad here to our left. I don't know how that's coming through to you on the cameras. <laughs> but And then to our right, we've got Anthony and Crystal Moore. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Why don't to get to know each other? You guys give us, we've been having to do this over the last few weeks. Give us your quick flyover of your marriage relationship. Uh, give us your A zone story. How'd you meet? How'd you fall in love? The B zone. And then, uh, yeah, give us, give us the, the, the Cole's notes of the deets of your guys' story. Why don't you start telling them how we met? Cause that's a fun story. And then, uh, take from there. Uh, we met at university, and we were friends for a couple years first before we dated. We were like best friends, and then a couple years in, he realized he was madly in love with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we dated. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to take it somewhere different with how we, the night you first met, but that's okay. Oh. Go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about. The night you first met? Oh, he made fun of my name. Oh. oh. My given name's Kareen is my first name. Not Carrie. Not Carrie. Okay. And so we had to wear, like, freshman orientation had to wear name tags. And I walked up to, like, a group of people, big group of people, trying yeah. to meet people. Yeah. I walk up, and I'm standing there, like, awkwardly, quietly on the outside. And he turns to me, he's like, Kareen, that's a weird name. <laughs> so, first, thing so you, first thing you ever said to her. Yes, that is actually I said very... it in a nice and fun way. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't think she took it though. So it took you two years to dig out from yeah, under that. Yeah, two whole years. And, essentially. And, yeah. and then, so you guys started dating in college. Yeah, we yeah. did probably closer to the end of college, and we were really good friends for a long time first, which I think helped us a lot and just kind of set us up for success long term and uh best friends for a long time, and then finally started dating. Dated some other people and just. Uh, Before. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we kept our options open. Yeah. But once we actually pulled the trigger, then it was like we were we were all in, right? You want to go yeah. steady? But that's kind yeah. of you know how it was back then, right? That's kind of pretty much probably how it went. Yeah. But and then yeah, it's been been awesome ever since. We've always worked together since day one. We uh, got married, did like one more semester of, of university, mm-hmm. and then moved into our first job and like started working together right off the bat and have never stopped. So we're together 24-7, all day, every, every day. day. Days <laughs> on and days off. So And that's just been our, our normal. Not every couple and we're still can here. do that. It's true. Yeah, I don't exactly. know if we, we would, we could. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's not know. for everybody. You definitely can't yeah. recommend it for everybody. You don't but. know until you try. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Right. Never know anything yeah. different. Give us the, the zones flyover, Morse. <sighs> well, we we could never do what we did today or else <laughs> it would be bad. Yes, it that's would true. Be so, bad. I, so Crystal was in youth group. And I was a youth. We had one of these last week. I had, I Pastor had John. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Like, Willow Ann was nine. 
Crystal was 17, basically, and I was a youth leader. And then just, um, so there's six years between us. So I would have been 23 when it started. So we became friends. Yeah, we became friends. Yeah. Yeah, I was leading the Christian Fellowship at the high school and did some work there. And then that's sort of how we, and you were sort of leading it from the student side. Yeah, we kept having these like, like different points where we kept working together and spending time together. So we became friends and then it was like, then you became obsessed with me. I, I did. <laughs> and who but not in a weird her? way. Well, no, but no, no. <laughs> she no, was this obsessed is, so, this is not creepy at all. Although, <clears throat> although Crystal's parents did not like the idea in the beginning. No. There was, yeah, I'd be over my I dead mean, body. Yeah, pretty basically. <laughs> right. so, so, but we did it well, reasonably well, I would say, that we honored some of their wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that there was never any sort of like covert walks in the... In the, on the golf course or anything like that. Yeah. So we did, we did, but we did well. Mm-hmm. And then when they, when Crystal turned 18, we sort of officially, sort, we didn't sort of officially, we, we officially, officially started dating. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah. they, and then we dated for three years. So Dated for three years. Was Crystal was in hours. college. I was, I was, went back to college too mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. And then, and then it's like the weekend after you graduated. Right. We got married. We got married. Yeah. So. And married for, I'd say we were, a zone for at least a, a year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, A zone for at least a year. It was we had a we had a pretty I remember we, we talked a little bit about how other people said their first year was the hardest and we we didn't right. we didn't necessarily go through that until it was really year. fun. It was really, really fun for us. But the first year. But then it was like then it oh, yeah. flipped. Yeah, and then it <laughs> Then we Stuff had our got, turn. Yeah. So, so describe, yeah. Yeah, when would you say you moved into the B zone? I don't even know if we could say when. Yeah, it was definitely, I, I know where we were. I know where we were living when we moved into the B zone. Where were we living? We're, we were living at the Taylors. That was the first year of our marriage. I know, but it was like near the, ta- the tail end of it. We lived around, like it would say the, ta- the tail end of it. Yeah. We just had some, I don't know, just, that's my first recollection of, maybe some difficulty mm-hmm. and disagreements about how to do life. Yeah. Right. So I just, that's my first recollection of that. Mm-hmm. But, but, but by and large, I say with the first year, that's always the way I sort of frame it in my mind that the first year. Yeah. was just fun. was fun. Mm-hmm. When did you guys hit your B zone? Mm, I had kids. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing for us. Everybody told us the first year is going to be the worst. And we were, yeah. we were like, man, this is awesome. I think it's when we started having kids and then yeah, and sleepless I was, nights and all that, right? Well, and Inner. we had kids in the States, and so maternity leave is only in six weeks. Wow. And so going back to work six, seven weeks in, trying to manage wow. that yeah. and yeah. working full-time, both of you, is that was, was a little rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. America, yeah. America doesn't mess around. No. <laughs> no, no. Six weeks and you're back. That's, yeah. that's, that and is, you have to pay for the, the mm-hmm. delivery and yeah. all that, like you. Absolutely. Yep. It's bills and... It's interesting. It's interesting though. Like every yeah. every couple, I don't think there's one way to hit the B zone. Like cause for us, we hit it fast. Mm-hmm. But then when we had kids, I think that actually helped us yep. work together. Mm-hmm. We needed the yeah. common enemy. <laughs> 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 Took it all out of the babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when would you say you guys move past the B zone into the C zone? Like what did that look like for you guys? Mm-hmm. Well, for us, I feel like it. We had, we, ha- feel, things got harder when we had our first 
child. Sure we do. Sure they do. And they were... I remember we felt kind of, like, dumbfounded by it. We were like, mm. what, what are we supposed to do here? Right. Um, and it took a while to get out of that. Yeah, it did. It took... And it was, like, not a... Not short. It was... I think we had... I think we can sort of agree that we had our lowest point in our marriage like the was it the year between our kids was mm-hmm. that somewhere yeah. it was somewhere around there because our kids are two years apart so the year between our kids was definitely the lowest part point in our marriage mm-hmm. and so we were we were definitely I don't know if we never seriously considered it but we had that you it was it was you wondered how we were going to move forward mm-hmm. in in that given that we couldn't really stand each other yeah right mm-hmm. and that was a we did have that frank talk about, I just remember, like, we've told the story about our that one night where you were crying and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's talk about this in the morning kind of deal. And then we did, and then mm-hmm. we actually just said, from that point on, we said we're going to work on our marriage. And then it, it kind of went up and to the right mm-hmm. after that. And you started to change too. Sure I did, yeah. Because um, you just, like, your intimacy with the Lord, mm-hmm. like, there was a major change there for you. There was, yes. And that, that really made an impact on how we interacted, yep. mm-hmm. essentially. And then mm-hmm. it even compelled me to change my relationship with the Lord. Yes. So I feel like we grew closer to the Lord, and then it was like things just got easier yes. for us. Yeah, they did. So I think everybody probably can identify, though, with that, that moment, like you just described, where... You know, you're you're maybe not thinking about divorce, but you do have that moment of like focus on on like a, a fear of I'm playing this out forward in my head, yeah. and I don't see this going well. Like, mm. can I stand this for mm-hmm. the next twenty yeah. years or yeah. thirty years? And everybody has been there. I think the difference, and this is why I think today's conversation is so important, and what you guys are describing. I think what we've been exploring in the in the book is that you know to to not run down the road according to maybe your fears or your frustrations, but actually, like you talk about, like making that decision to work on, yeah. to actually like fight for this and to and to realize that conflict and these these tensions are actually there to give birth to something better. Mm-hmm. And now I know this is gonna be a hard conversation for the the three these three couples to have because none of us <laughs> ever fight. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about conflict. So maybe to get things going, do you guys do you guys have do you guys ever fight? What's the what's the freshest example of something that you're uh, maybe you thought about recently and that you're, you don't that, mind sharing. that's safe to share or maybe it's safe to laugh about now? Well, we sh- we fought about a window. We fought about a window. <laughs> yeah. So here's the here's the setup. The setup was it was uh, at my house. We have. Crystal has an office, and I have sort of a, a separate, like, we have two bedrooms, one each office. And I was sitting there, and we were, something about, it whether nighttime. it was one, it was nighttime, and whether or not the latch, if the latch didn't come down or not, whether it was actually secure. Like safe. It was actually <laughs> safe. So, wow. from intruders. So, I wanted and him so, when he went to bed. Because you never know who's going to latch it. Latch. And, no, and to be never. fair, she's no, never right. actually, ever, ever to that point. We've been in the house for two and a half years. This or is two years wrong. at the time. Yeah. Was this wrong. yesterday? No, no, no. It was, it was a COVID fight for sure. <laughs> okay. Like, cooped up in the house. Um, but 
there was it was she came in for some reason she made the comment of like make sure you put the pull the latch down so that it's latched and I was like it's fine I just cranked it shut mm -hmm. and then it was like we got pretty heated because we both felt very strongly yeah. that we were right. Yeah. Anyway, he leaves it unlatched now. Maybe put it's in the chat. Oh! This is, he won. He won Maybe this would be fun because this is. I think this is a bit therapeutic for us all because, <laughs> for real, we fight about the stupid, yes. like the yeah. dumbest yeah. crap. Really do. Like, right. like uh -huh. when you boil it down and you get out of your emotions and you're like. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's true. That's when you true. say it a window latch, window latch. Really? So, yeah. so, so that we don't feel Man. so exposed here. Why don't you guys share what your latest <laughs> stupid fight was yeah. that you're you're able to share? So, so far yeah. the winner is the window latch. Um, <laughs> Andy, and well, can you think of anything? Because I'm genuinely like it, it would be my gift is that I. Just move on, right? Oh, right. But that's probably something that we fight about. Yes. Like, Way to go, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Way to go. Look, no, 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 no. That Jesus. is probably the point of all of our fights. I was just going to say, this Jesus. is probably what our last, I can't say this for sure, but probably what our last fight was about was the fact that I just, like, don't want to talk about it enough. Like, I'm just like, oh, that's in the past. It happened. Like, Five yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's not ideal, My gift but to what's you, the point Carrie? of dwelling? <laughs> yeah. Let's just move, let's so just move past avoidance? it. Keep going. Is that what you do? Yes, let's uh, let's call it that. That's a strong mm -hmm. word, Mel. But I think, I think probably, I'm just saying yes. it because that's how I yeah. go. I don't think it's avoidance. I think it's like this isn't worth our time and energy yeah. and effort to right. focus on this. I don't. It's He's yes. not an avoider, but it's like right. what I think is something to that's worth addressing is so far below what he thinks is big enough to address that... Yeah that's more the heart of it. That happens to us, too. Yeah. And because she can tell uh, my heart's not really in discussing this or resolving this because right. it's not bothering me anymore, right. it's bothering her, and I don't pay enough, mm. I don't I don't put enough weight on that personally, and probably mm. that's more even more aggravating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We add weight to, the, yeah. to her so it either, yeah. Yes. So it would either be like something like that or even because we do work together, uh, there's been a couple times where on my end, I have feel like I have to remind him I'm his wife, not just a colleague. Mm. Or, or employee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to use that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you work for me. Don't so, ever. <laughs> yeah. oh. A colleague slash employee that I'm sleeping with, which yeah. is like... That can get That's complicated. Yeah. That's so, complicated. Is complicated. Yeah. yeah, good thing we have a, a good, healthy, shared leadership style here, yes. where everyone yes. has a voice. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's worked out great for us yeah. for the most part, but sometimes yeah. I need a little reminding and straightening out, right? So. Yeah. yeah. No. To be fair. When we tried, we were racking our brains. Like, what our last? We we remember vividly our last it fight. It was bad. Very bad. But we don't remember what it was about. So that which that's just. Probably says it wasn't super important. No, but we are all up in our emotions. But we were really fighting. We were. Yeah. I, it was actually leading into this, though. It was like the week before the week we did before the first the one first of these. Yeah. Demons <laughs> is what it was. Of course it was. It was the it was, enemy. Yeah. It was demons. <laughs> actually, yes. you know what? I have, a, I have a, this might not be our most recent fight, but it's just a story that I want to oh, share no, because I'm it's nervous. pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, we were uh, driving home. We were on a road trip and I had one of those giant Costco-sized bag of M&Ms oh. in, in the car with us. And so yeah. like, I'm just woofing these it. things down, right? Road trip as you do. We're going along and then I did something that aggravated you. We were just kind of playing around. We had the kids in the back seat with us. I did something that aggravated you, and you're just like, fine. And you rolled down your window, and she started taking handfuls of my bag of M&Ms and just ripping them out no. the window. And so I'm like, Carrie, those are M&Ms, and I paid for it. That was an expensive bag of M&Ms. And she's just chucking these out the window. 
And so we, but we were kind of laughing about it, and then found out later on when we get home that the kids didn't know we were kidding, and so they were like, they were, they were like upset. upset, like mom was throwing dad's M and M's out the window. No, no, we it wasn't when we got home. Carter internalized that for like months. Oh no! And like it came out months later that he thought I was yeah. being this horrible person. Oh, oh no! Well, we need to talk about the fighting in front of the kids thing. We should, we should get, we'll get, we'll get there. But so. I think the biggest thing though is, and this is probably the number one mistake that we all make at some points in our marriage, is that we make the assumption that fighting is bad or that right. conflict is bad. Yes. And I think the mm. case that they're making, and I totally think they're right, is it's actually necessary yeah. and is the very mechanism that can actually lead to, to more, more health. I mm. think he, they had some really good quotes yeah. about kind of setting up, like framing in what healthy yeah. conflict is. Like there was one mm-hmm. um, about a, being a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Fair fight should never diminish a couple's love for each other. It yeah. should increase it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was really kind of the heart of what conflict really should be all about is we need to we need to go into this issue, you know, and if it's an issue to you, it has to be an issue to me. Right. And we need that we need to actually dive in there. So Maybe the question question worth asking is how has your understanding of conflict evolved over the years? Like like when you think back to your early days in marriage, and then you know what what is what is the conflict dynamic? How has it evolved, and what does it look like in your relationship? Because we're all all different. You usually have someone who's conflict averse and someone who's who's not. And you have somebody who's fast to forgive and somebody who's maybe a little slower and. What's it look like in your guys' context? How's that evolved? And would you say you agree with that quote that a conflict would increase? How did he word that? That it would increase your love for each yeah. other, not right. diminish right. your love for each other. Yeah. Oh gosh, I think well, I'm the conflict diverse one for sure. You are, except I'm thinking about how mm. I I would hold things in for yeah. a really long time, right. which would build resentment inside yeah. of me, and then I would get explosive. Right. And then I would confront you, right? And but then, then we would get nowhere. And then, and then I would take that and I would hold that in, right? Because you right. didn't and like the, like the to avoid the, the conflict. Yeah. yeah. So I learned to actually bring things up before I let the resentment build, right? And so it was. And then like, I learned eventually to open up more quickly after the conflict. Yeah, like it, it took you would take you you a long time to For sure. to move past it, but. It, I feel like we we needed time to figure those things out about each other. We did, yeah, It would have absolutely. been nicer if we'd figured it out sooner. I know. If we but. had, like, I feel like if we had a little bit more self-aware conversations about the, those kinds of things, because mm-hmm. we didn't, eventually we got to them, but I feel like if we had maybe a little bit more time to just acknowledge the fact that that was a real dynamic mm-hmm. and be okay with that and mm-hmm. learn to, that it was, it, that's not an uncommon thing and it's not bad or wrong. It's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not a bad or a wrong thing that was, we're actually working. There's there's some greater purpose. There's actually to what we're actually doing, even though the fight is very, your focus is very narrow and you're in a, like this, the, you're, everything's centered around this one issue, yeah. right? To mm-hmm. You lose sight of the fact that we're actually working something greater out and in, onto a greater good. When you think about those uh, interpersonal dynamics, because I think every every relationship has them. You ha- like I'm the one, like Crystal, in the in the, our relationship where 
I don't bring up an issue and I'll, I'll, I'll just stew on things until I blow. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'll hold and hold and hold and then finally mm -hmm. I'm just nasty for days or whatever. And it's like, we've had to learn our, our dynamics. The interesting thing is when you think about our relationships, like the thing that ticks you off the most about the other person is actually the thing that attracted to you attracted you to them in the first it's place. Up, like, isn't it? It's super messed up. <laughs> you know, like like oh Andy Andy's so carefree and easygoing. He doesn't care about my things. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And it's yeah. like the, the very thing that, that we loved about mm -hmm. that person then mm -hmm. in that you know that vacuum all of a sudden becomes a thing that drives us bonkers. Yeah. But mm -hmm. what what how's your guys' evolved? Well, I would say that, like, because I had more room where I needed to evolve and grow, I would probably say that I've grown the most in that area because I had a really, really unhealthy view of conflict before, like, when we first got married. Right. And my, like, with conflict, it was for me to win and mm -hmm. to cause equal, if not more, pain that mm -hmm. I was in. And so I was not, like healthy in my conflict at right. all when we first got married. Mm -hmm. I just had never seen a healthy example or lived out a healthy example before that. And so that creeped in to our, like how I address conflict. And so I'd lash out and then I would retreat before he could do anything back. Right. It was, right. was my, so I would I explode <laughs> and then I would like literally go in the room, slam the door as hard as I could. And then like, right. not let like, and then say, nope, we're done. And that's connected a lot to your childhood and upbringing. Oh, and... totally. Like with with how I I don't I can't remember an instance of healthy conflict in my home. Right. Growing mm -hmm. up, and so I didn't know anything different than that. And so Andy did a good was he was patient, did a great job, just helping me to realize. I remember specifically this one time, like I was blowing up something that must not have been that big of a deal, and he was like, "I just don't understand why you're yelling. Why can't we just talk about this?" Mm -hmm. And it was just like in a simple phrase, but it was this moment that I was like. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? And so I, I think I've, I, it's funny now because I would be the one that would address conflict easier now. Yeah, when did that flip? I have you no idea. so loud right now because you're right. At the beginning of our marriage, I would say, no, let's talk about this. Let's not put it off. Let's, right. let's get it out on the table. And now that's totally flipped where yeah. you're like, no, like, what are you thinking? Tell me what you're like. You're not saying what you're actually thinking. And I'm like stuffing it down. Yeah. Maybe maybe mm -hmm. those things do seasonally flip around. Like I I think of mm -hmm. well, I don't know what you would say. I think our first like year and a half together, I'd never had a girlfriend before uh, that I was in like a serious relationship with, and I just catered to your every like I did, I would not push back on anything, mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. And then, like, just... It's kind of nice. She's like, For real, though. Like, no, yeah. but she's older than me. She's, right. She had a career. Yeah. She had her life together. She's in a different, like, she's prettier than me. And so I'm just sitting here, like, thinking, I just need to not wreck this, right? So, like, yeah. every everything just was as you wish, ma'am. <laughs> and then, like, and then I think maybe that might have been some of what shifted too within our first year was like you got the real me you know and it wasn't just yes, like i was I just i was just it. pretending mm -hmm. to give you everything you and wanted your real self came in. yeah yeah which you were hoodwinked fortunately <laughs> you were gotcha but i think there was a level of that yeah. where mm -hmm. where it took us like 
getting the raw and the real, you know. We hashed it all out in the beginning. And and you actually took a hard like, you know, you 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 played into that too though, where it's like I was the pursuer, and and you didn't put that like away at all. Like you didn't you didn't. It wasn't an even exchange at, at first. In as far as our mm -hmm. conflict, it mm -hmm. was it was. I did not want any conflict at all. I dare say it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so back to yeah, Andy's. Good, good. Back to back to Andy's. I think it's flipped. It flipped. Yeah, it did. Weird yeah. It is weird. Not probably. Mm. I don't know if that's anybody else's experience, but and maybe it'll flip again. Who knows? Maybe it's just well, seasons right. and stages. Mm -hmm. We're also completely different people than when we first got together, too, right? Like it's yeah, we've right. grown and changed. We've yeah. been married for it'll be it'll be thirteen years mm -hmm. this December, right? So good job. Like that's. It's, oh, he would I actually remember more me. than her for this. I never had that pressure of not remembering the anniversary because I do before too. her, which is I'm totally fine with chill. that. Um, but yeah, it's weird how that changes. And to answer your original question, Mel, that I don't think I ever actually answered was yes, I do agree that conflict actually deepens like intimacy in a relationship because uh, I would say some of our like healthiest and most fulfilled and contented seasons with each other in our relationship have been those ones that are directly following a yeah, big fight, true. right? Because mm -hmm. you get it all out mm -hmm. and you say, and, it, and it's when the things start to creep back in and someone like me who has a tendency to just, well, it's not important enough to fight about or schedule a fight about, so I'll mm -hmm. stuff it down. And then, but it creeps in and it sort of eats away at you mm -hmm. bit yeah. by bit mm -hmm. until yeah. you have the big explosive right. conversation or well, fight. Well, yeah, and I remember this one time we had this, this uh, fight that was um, where it was like how I was talking before where I would... Like, I was focusing on something, bringing something up, and Andy was like, I just don't think that that is that big of a deal. And it was just this revolving fight that just we kept coming back to, and just it wasn't going anywhere. And then he said something to me. He said, I just, he goes, I don't know why you think our marriage is so bad. Like, I think we're doing okay, hmm. is the phrase that he used. And I was like, yeah, we are okay. But right. why, like, why could we better. ever settle for just being okay? And I think that would have been our pivotal like it kind of right. brought it all to a head of like, yeah, like we don't, we don't mm. accept okay in anything else in life. Why would we want to okay marriage? Right. Mm -hmm. and I think, I think there is a, there is a give and take too with like, it's sometimes it's hard to know. Like if, if one, one of us has an issue and the other person doesn't think it's a big deal, sometimes they're right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just not a big deal. And you just need to like breathe for a day and then it's not mm -hmm. a big deal. But if that keeps be, if it's, if it's a persistent thing, and one of the one person says we have an issue, and the other person doesn't agree. I don't. You have an we issue. Have yes. yes, right. Like, and it's it's not what. And that's that's one of the hard things that we've had to learn too. I think is is caring enough about. Okay, well, if you if you if that's a problem for you, because I'm I would be like, I I would minimize maybe some of the things that you you wouldn't you know. So, mm -hmm. but I, I love just the the idea though of I think they talked about like. Um, maturity over harmony. Mm -hmm. and I thought that was a really good way to look at it. And look mm -hmm. back to your point, Carrie, about like let's let's try to get these this relationship to a place of maturity and health, and not just okay, we can get along. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like let's yeah. go beyond get along. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And and I would say, you know, that's kind of jumping ahead. And I don't know if you guys would all say this, but I would say after. 15 years of this like we do fight way less oh yeah, yeah. and it's a major yes. difference yeah and they're way shorter mm -hmm. when yeah. we do fight they're still epic part of it part of it's our personality too like we like got yes. for the Enneagram stuff Enneagram mm -hmm. nerds like she's a one and I'm a three and like that means like 99% of the time we are we are 
just locked in. We see things the same way. We're motivated by the same things. But then when we differ, it's freaking world war. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm right. right. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the the things I wanted to mention is like even earlier on in in our relationship, and we've talked about this, is that there were, for the sake of uh, harmony and maturity, that, that kind of thing, is that, is that, like, even in our conflict, like, you were, you were mean mm-hmm. in a lot of ways to me. Yeah, I was. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't tolerate that. Hmm. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just take it. I guess that, it's sound, tolerate sounds kind yeah. of harsh, but I wouldn't just sit there and take it, but I always, I would always be willing to wade into the mess a little bit for the sake of, like, okay, this is, this actually can't, continue like like it is Mm -hmm. because it won't be healthy yeah right and so and then we just we 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 worked through that yeah i mean because you came from a family where there really wasn't conflict correct it was a very calm peaceful household it was and i came from a home where there wasn't like constant intense conflict but Mm. the way that we communicated was very different from the way that your family communicated right. right so I I just I let my emotions rule our conflicts. Right. And when I compare how we fight now, like right. the emotions they're still there but they're not in charge anymore. Mm. Right? And they're not so big in the way that they used to be mm. and I definitely appreciate the fact that you were like you you can't you can't treat me this way. And right. I actually remember you saying it would never be okay for me to talk to you the way that you talk to me. And right. it was like mind-blowing I was like oh my gosh he's right like mm-hmm. I it would be awful if he talked to me the way right. I talked to him right. so <laughs> I think you guys and then that that's a similar point to what Carrie said like we do bring to the table the the environment we grew up in mm-hmm. is informing yeah. big time like because yeah. I mean you, you've been part of the Ingersoll family for a while like we actually like to fight yeah like there's an actual like it's that's yes. there's we, an art it's, 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 I don't even know. It's like a, we just like a good debate and yeah. like we're, we're unbelievably competitive and like, it's actually a term of endearment. Like it's, like you know, sparring. Yeah, like it that, is. Like and it's, and so, but your I family's super, it. you guys are all like really calm, calm and introverted. And, and like, there's been times where I, like, and I think I've gotten better at this where I like, I've really hurt you with words and I didn't, I wasn't actually, to me, it was just cheap. It was just firing words and like mm-hmm. to you it cut really deep mm-hmm. and like again like, I think I think the key and they're going to get us to this is like you know s- seeing each other you know in those in the fight that's the biggest challenge yeah. is like mm-hmm. we, we usually just kind of hunker yeah. down in our yes. own yeah. our own little bunkers and start lobbing our mm-hmm. <laughs> our grenades at each other mm-hmm. um so they, they talk about they talk about though like I love that quote um about like winning did you the do you, to, do you want to read that? Uh, what what if one what person if instead of one person's hand being raised in victory at the other's expense, we mm. could finish with both of our hands raised in yeah, victory? That was yeah. Really good. yeah, I love that. And they mm-hmm. said, like in marriage, there really is no way for one person to win and the other to lose without the marriage losing itself. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, and, and I'm hearing that in our conversation here is like the even as we've advanced in conflict and, and marital health, it's been as I've been able to understand you more mm-hmm. and us as a collective, mm-hmm. that that's actually the, the secret. So, mm-hmm. so they give some guidelines on, on how to do this. And I, I you know, I, I appreciate that because like generally we just sort of 
run in like <laughs> like like on Anchorman like with the with the brawl, you know. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. <laughs> you got to keep your head on a swivel, right? Like. So, and that's how we tend to fight. We just, you know, and it's like, this is really challenging what they're putting here because like, because it does require a lot of intentionality and self-control and discipline, but I actually think they're onto something. I really do. And when I first glanced over it, I was like, who can, who can do all of this? Like step one through, but I think they're just trying to give you helpful guidelines and like, I don't think they actually, you know, okay, Marsha, step one. You know, yeah. I think they've actually worked yeah. this out over time. They're just trying to give you steps yeah. to be able to do this in a healthy and constructive way. And I did, I did think like these values, like they talked about these guidelines, and I, I highlighted some of them, um, like the pre-fight rules. Yeah. Uh, they talked uh, rule one is pick a fair fight, so either member can call it and just say we need to talk about that, right? Like, and and I think we've we sort of covered that. And then summarize the issue, right? So let me, this is, this is what we're going to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then schedule the fight, which that's what we've not been good at. I think that's hard, though, because when you're angry and you're worked up, yeah. that's Let's hard go. to when step you out totally, of Yeah, you totally. want to do it right totally. then. It's hard to take yeah. a step back and say, okay, we're going to discuss this at a later time. Yeah. I know, and it's but hard to not, like, subconsciously fight one another. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, because no, even if no. we scheduled yes. it, yes. I, I'm, like, getting you're little digs in. I'm, yeah. I'm slamming the fridge shut. I and, know. like, right. you yeah. wait till tomorrow, yeah. lady. You yeah. wait. And yeah. you're already having the argument in your head. Oh, totally. You're playing all the Options. Yeah, that's yes. the piece I would yeah. like. Even when we were reading that, I I said to Andy at first, I was like, I don't know about all this. And I said I would be afraid to give you time. Time. <laughs> real though, because then he could talk as like he yeah, could yeah. talk himself out. He comes of, in with or, a briefcase. Like yes. I mean, he would be Present able to have case. me apologizing at the end for something he did. It, right. I I said, and he go. And we were What's laughing about that? it. <laughs> and then he says, Well, you just have to trust me enough that that's not what I would do. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Ooh. That's what she said. Right. (laughs) You would say that. But then I have to actually not do that. Coming in with a briefcase and legal pad. Your Honor. I think about how it takes the uh, that intense emotion out of the equation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have that time to calm down. I mean, maybe you schedule the fight for thirty minutes or an hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Which, but you still would you would cool down, and I think for that, sure. that would help me. Even when it comes to not even just anger, but crying, like it's really hard to talk when you cry. <laughs> Yeah. And that's yeah. part that's yeah. actually yes. probably one of our greatest one of our <laughs> one of our greatest like not one of our greatest yeah, maybe a big frustration in some of our conflict has been emotion and the, the right. emotion mm-hmm. where it like it's like one person, typically me, typically me. Maybe always, probably always. <laughs> like that I'm I'm I want to let's discuss the details mm-hmm. and I tend to approach it in a more logical and an unemotional fashion. And then Crystal And I can't I can't right. separate the emotion from it. Right. Because I feel so strongly about it. And right. so And and it's typical too for the emotional person if you're not getting because if you're the emotional person and you're crying, you're like, okay, trump card, right? <laughs> right? This should be over because this really matters to me, right? right? And the other person's not, that. and all that does is make it even worse, right? right. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, here come the waterworks, okay, yeah. right? right. Like, right. Yeah. So anyway, that's it's, it's so real, and I do think though, like the scheduling thing, I think is worth trying. We should, 
Like we've never actually done it that. It requires a lot of effort, though. Yeah. yeah, I know. To step out of your anger. And we committed to it trying does. it the next time something does come up. We said yeah. like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna try this to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've never mm-hmm. done anything like that. We before. haven't either. No. Yeah. And and maybe it'll look exactly like that, but we're committed to yeah. trying it out. Mm-hmm. And maybe we want to yeah. make some little tweaks or let's things just, that will work better for let's us. Let's just but. do this. Mm-hmm. Whoever does it first, let we us need to know. talk about. Tell us how it goes. We're gonna see an Insta story, guys. We did it. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen tonight. I do. I do it. I do it with work. Like I try to anyway. I don't always. Sometimes yeah. like I'll just be so hot to trot that I'll just send that email, right? You right. know, or or make that call. But yeah. when I'm at my best, I try to do at least the 24-hour rule, mm-hmm. where if something comes at me and I, and it drives me bonkers or whatever, like I try as per Dr. Buckingham's guidance on my life, like mm-hmm. hey, don't respond. Breathe for 24 hours and then yeah. respond because you're gonna get, you're just gonna be way less nasty, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, right. So. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's worth doing. Then show up and fully engage. Um, it's against the rules to miss a scheduled fight, mm-hmm. um, and but you need to show up at a predetermined time in a predetermined place, a which private place. a private place. So like okay. that brings up fighting in front of the kids. Do you guys mm-hmm. have you guys done much of that? And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'd say like. Here's the interesting thing is that I think it's a little bit, it was a little intentional for me in this regard is that I grew up in a house where there wasn't any conflict and I felt like I didn't know how to fight because of that. Hmm. Like I didn't grow up around it where it was in a healthy way because yeah. I don't, anyway, that's, that's kind yeah. of my, my feeling. So I was like, okay, well, let's not hide this from our kids let's show our kids what it's like to have conflict and resolution mm-hmm. so that they're not completely thrown off because it's a, it's a part of a relationship. I don't know if our kids... Our kids don't like our it. Our kids if don't like it at all. get heated. And so I don't know how that, how mm-hmm. far... Here they are, like our kids are like uh, almost 12 and 14. And I would say that I don't, I'm not sure how well that experience is going. Yeah. But but I do see some value in it. I think you're right. I, th- I think though there's two maybe two categories of conflict, right? right? There's the there's the thing that we can kind of bat back and forth and stride, and then there's the thing that gets really emotional and right. and gnarly, right. and I and it's hard sometimes because sometimes that just takes off. Yeah. And there have been times where we've gone out of bounds with the kids mm-hmm. in front of us, where like right. after the fact, we're like we should not have done that, mm-hmm. right? You know. For but sure. I do I do agree with you. Like your kids do need to see a certain mm-hmm. degree of like. I think real, you know, and to know. In the that, same way that your kids should see you hugging and kissing. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. And then just be like disgusted by you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah. Like just yes. enough already. So it's like, you know, you see when we're mad at each other, but you see that we love each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a rule though, like we could add to this is that, you know, there, maybe there's some kind of mechanism that we could know if this is getting to, you know, a six out of 10 on the Richter scale, right. we need to like, okay, we need to pick a fair fight here, mm-hmm. right? Like, because mm-hmm. there are probably fights that you don't actually need to get in the ring for, you know? Yeah, or it's yeah. like, we just had a little disagreement mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, whatever, you know? And it's like, that stuff I think is okay to flesh, flesh out in front of the kids, but it's the yeah. stuff that where there's going to be tears and where, because right. that really yeah. does start to pull away at the security of their whole yeah. world, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Where they're mm-hmm. like, if mom and dad can't get along, then who in the world mm. can? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I do. I do think you'd be careful about it for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a fine line. They then it says keep it clean. I, that one, that one kind of struck me. You know, like be careful with the you always mm-hmm. and you never and the yeah. below the belt stuff mm-hmm. and the the stuff that you know 
because you know each other so well, like you know is gonna actually provoke something mm-hmm. or it's gonna hurt mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And that's where I've I've been I've tried to grow is I'm just fast in those moments. Mm-hmm. And yeah, more damaging than I'd even intended to be at times. Mm-hmm. And then and then you cry and then I feel awful. Feel bad. <laughs> and, and, and you win. Yes. <laughs> and you win. So and we, go, we go right back yeah. to year one of dating. Right. Whatever you want, baby. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get you something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. For what? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sorry, but I feel really bad. I'm really yeah. Sorry. yeah. Never throw in the towel. I, I, I think that's important, too, just mm-hmm. about, you know, staying in it until, until we're done. And they said something about, like, you need to dig down to the last 10% of the issue, right? Like mm-hmm. to actually do the hard work to drive down deep enough so that it is actually resolved and mm-hmm. not just partially enough that we can get on with this. But mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. And then finish the fight the right way. Uh, they said, say I love you and hug each other. Hug it out. Yeah. Uh, that's a... <laughs> Regardless of whether you finish the fight or not. Yeah. yeah. Which I think you could do if you give it enough time and space. Like if you schedule sure. it, like I think a lot of that's contingent on actually scheduling and saying we're going to do this tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And we're going to mm-hmm. do it in a calm. We're going to try to hear each other. Yeah. And But in the moment, you, you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just no hugging it out. It's like, yeah. get away Matt's from me. telling you now. I love you right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's too hard. And then pay the price for breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. They kind of created some incentive um, to to sort of, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what would work. What would work for me? I was wrong and you were right. That was Kevin's thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had to, had to say, say it three, three times, times. Yeah. Yeah. too. Just killer. Tap his heels together. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that that would be a, a motivator for you. You yeah, don't like saying I, I was wrong. I can. Yeah. And it's cheap to me. That's wrong. That's wrong. Let's move on. Yeah. That's because <laughs> you, know. you secretly don't think you're wrong. Totally. You just what say you want, it. What do you want to <laughs> yeah. hear? What do you want to hear? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. service. That's, yeah. Where, that's where I get myself in trouble sometimes too. Carrie doesn't appreciate it when I'm apologizing for something and I'll do the whole like, I'm sorry you feel that way kind of thing. Oh. Like, oh. That's the worst. Oh. Like, it's the like worst. I can't quite say I'm sorry I did that, but I'm sorry right. like... Like, if I hurt your feelings by saying something, I'm going to say, well, I'm sorry that hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. I am sorry that it hurt your feelings, but because I didn't mean it that way, then I'm not necessarily apologizing for saying it. And so it's, right. yeah. And that's when I escalate. A loophole. So do you guys have any, like, before we jump into their system, you know, do you guys have any other helpful rules that you guys kind of take into navigating conflict? Like, they've kind of put some good values out there. Are there anything, is there anything you guys have found helpful for you that they didn't cover? What are some things you never do or you always do? Other than never say always or never. Right. <laughs> and we have worked through that. We have yeah. worked through some of that yeah. stuff too, right? Where I would like just accuse him of always yeah. doing mm-hmm. something. And he's yeah. like, oh. It's actually incorrect. <laughs> it, that, that really seems like not a big deal. Like to just, mm-hmm. But it actually, if you can take always and never out of your vocabulary, oh, it actually yeah. is a very healthy thing mm-hmm. to do. Because yeah. Yeah. it's such a... Such an, it's just it's such an un, not self-aware, not true right. statement. Yeah, and emotional. Like totally. it's solely feeding on emotions. Like we're just so far from ground zero here that yeah. you're talking. Okay, let's talk about, let's talk about their system. Um, they outlined rules for what their fighting system looks like. 
And again, I think I think you kind of have to keep this in mind. Like this is their their way, but they did sort of highlight some values again. I think they had like three C's. They talked about communication. Um, what's that other word? Compromise, yeah. uh, <laughs> and they talked about counseling. Those, yeah. those are the three, and then it, yeah. within that, they said, "Here's kind of how you can roll this out." So, walk us through communication stage, Mel. What are they? Stage one: one person talks, explaining their perspective. And I liked this: the less verbal person should go first. <laughs> I disagree, <laughs> which I highly agree. With. <laughs> yeah, so you don't get steamrolled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we read that and we're like, uh, I was like, that's, that's us. That's us. <laughs> yeah, that's us. And I like that real. Yeah, I, I legitimately for think it's fair mm -hmm. for sure. So. so yeah, stage one, communication. One person talks, explaining their perspective. Um, number two, the person who listened in round one must restate in their own words what they think was just said to them. Oh. So yeah. reiterate what you just said to them. S to steel man their argument, right? right? Yes. To, to say, right. so... Not, I'm sorry you feel that way, yeah. but yeah. to say that's where so. I get derailed sometimes. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. like I was kind of, we were joking around about this because it felt too, like, when I first read through, it, I was like, yes. this just feels too, like I'm in a work, this work is, conflict yes. resolution yeah. situation. Mm -hmm. But then as like, so I was like tongue in cheek with it, and then like once I reread those a couple times, I was like, actually for us, because the issue, biggest issue usually is when I get in a conflict, is I'm usually the one that has the issue, and then. <laughs> I don't feel like he hears me right. or that he's understanding what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, just wants to get it over with. Mm -hmm. And so for him to have to articulate what he thinks I mean yeah. mm -hmm. would, I think, actually solve a, like a lot of our issues right away because mm -hmm. I then escalate because I don't feel like he's hearing me mm -hmm. and I want him to feel like how important this is to me. So I keep escalating and then all of a sudden how I've escalated totally outshadows the little mm -hmm. issue that was the issue in the beginning to start with. Right. Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden, that's way unhealthier and that's way bigger how you reacted in that right. than the fact that I didn't do this or whatever. Like, yeah, totally. And so that to me, I was like, oh, actually, <laughs> mm -hmm. that could be well, and good I think for us. An encouragement that everybody's reading the book, like don't get lost again. Because when, when you do the first read through, you're like, who can do this? <laughs> right. it's right. a lot. But if you just understand it as a value system yeah. and a way to proceed, yeah. I do think they're right at the heart of what what railroads are our fights is we're not hearing each other. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's and yeah, if you, you can, just want to get your point totally, out, yeah. you're not right. listening to what they're saying back so to you. So if you come to the table and say, okay, you say everything you want to say, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to try to reiterate that to you in a way that you have to sign off and say, yes, you have my perspective right. You mm -hmm. understand my perspective. Mm -hmm. Just that is a yeah. huge mm -hmm. victory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then you flip it. Yep. And then it's okay, my turn. <laughs> and then the other person. Right? Yeah. And then the other person has to restate mm -hmm. it. And, and that puts both of you in the driver's seat, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like where we have an agreement that we have an understanding. And then once you have that, once it changes hands, mm -hmm. so I explain myself, you explain it back. You explain yourself, you explain it. I like that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it doesn't seem as nice when you read one through four, but when you right. put it that way, you know, it's more it, simple than what it, it's it is. Yeah, for sure. And I would encourage anybody yeah. to, uh, we're, we, we're going to do this next time around, right? right. We are. <laughs> we are. For sure. Give no. the old college try. No, yes. we need to because we both, we both just, again, like, like everybody else, Hello. we just jump into, yes. uh, you know, and like, right. and trying to get, talk over each other. Right. Or yeah. overpower each other. And it's actually a, a lazier way to fight. Like it's just I don't want to put I don't want to put in the work yeah, of actually going through a process that may be helpful. So yeah. it's like I just yeah. want to get into it and rip out the band-aid and get it over with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's me being like 
not intentional enough right. with the whole process. And I feel yeah. better because I was able to yell and stamp my feet mm -hmm. rather than resolve the issue. Yeah, right. yeah, and it's it's actually a far more destructive yeah. approach to just right. when you're just going back and forth. But when you actually right. you're getting so much further, so much faster yeah. if mm -hmm. you can schedule it. Bring it in yeah. a nice, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Here's my problem, mm -hmm. you know, and and so yeah. And then they talk about compromise. So compromise. Actually, there's a couple good. Oh, there's a couple good things there. Um, number four, the listener has to restate what was said. So we talked about that, but mm -hmm. he talked about how there's no such thing as listening fast. I thought that mm -hmm. was a really really yeah. good mm -hmm. quote. Mm -hmm. Is like you 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 if you're doing this, you know, which. <laughs> Oh, what was the land the plane? The land the plane. Oh, yeah. I was like, that is so something I would say. I know, I was like, you would say that. I'm a fast listener. Yeah. And it's not such thing. So, thanks, Kevin. But he said, most people's natural instinct is to defend themselves or argue their perspective, not to listen and restate what the other person has said. Even seasoned marriage veterans can stumble when it comes to communication and listening skills. And so I think that's just a huge, mm -hmm. huge takeaway that uh, is worth heeding and hearing. And then to talk about compromise, this is the, the next rounds. and Rounds five to eight. Rounds five through eight. <laughs> again, again the, rounds, the rounds really do sort of take away a little bit, I think, from how valuable what they're talking about mm -hmm. really is. Right. But they, so the, the rounds five through eight, First, there's some cool quotes that we, we jotted down. Um, real love in real marriage requires real compromise. And then you like the John Maxwell yes, one. Yes, anyone who says there's no such thing as compromise has never been married. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear him saying that. Yes. Um, and then uh, when couples focus on each other's differences, they tend to get stuck, get stubborn, and dig in unless they choose to compromise. It's the only way forward. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It goes right from that communication to our assumption is you're probably not just if, – if something is critical and major enough that we're going to get in that fight in the first place, we're probably coming at this from the opposite perspective and we're probably not going to just – I can't think of one time where we fought and like you just came over to my side. I don't think that's happened yet, right? Yeah. Or vice versa, where it's just like, you know what? That's a good point. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because that's maybe, just us. Though. Yeah, but maybe no, other I don't know. Is it, is that, I don't think that happens. Like, I think I think we've already yeah. thought through what, yeah. you, and and yeah. so the best you can do is compromise. Mm -hmm. I think like you're just not going to. You're just. Yeah. You're never gonna judo your spouse into your <laughs> your your perspective, right. and as much as you'd like to convince yourself, and some of us mm. think we're pretty persuasive, but I've, I'm I'm over a million here on, <laughs> on on that one. So I like that. I like that they go right to compromise. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's your assumption. Mm -hmm. It's just gonna take compromise, yeah. and you're gonna have to figure mm -hmm. out. You're gonna have to negotiate where that zone that you can both live mm -hmm. with is, and what that looks like. So. Give us the rules of compromise, Mel. Number five, the less verbal person offers their solution, the other listens without interrupting. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> Mel's like, we're doing this. Yeah. Love that one. Are you finished? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that. <laughs> That's not the reason. Yeah. What not to say. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, the more verbal person offers their solution. Mm -hmm. Um, number seven, both people freely discuss possible solutions until they carve out an agreement. Number eight, if they successfully complete round seven, come to a compromise, they agree to pray about it until both feel peace 
that they can agree the issue is resolved and they're willing to commit. Yeah. So negotiation is huge. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you want to read a good book on that, there's a book by a guy named uh, Donald Trump called <laughs> the, the Art of the Deal. <laughs> Please don't read Would that be healthy? Oh man, the art of the deal. Yeah. Actually, no. There is That's there is one good negotiation book yeah. called uh, "Never Split the Difference." Yes. Called "Never Split the yeah. Difference" by Chris Voss. He was an FBI negotiator, and you didn't know this, but I've been using that on you for years. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's not a good. It's not a good endorsement for his book. So I have yet to. To win. Wasn't a marriage book. No, no, it's not. But I do like that. It's just like con the, the quote they put was conflict and compromise. He talked about it forced me to learn how to manage my calendar and my meetings. He was talking about his, uh, you know, they had a conflict about his work schedule. And he said, yeah. one of the things it did was it forced me to, to, to learn how to manage my, my meetings so I was no longer casual in my attitude and assuming I could get things done late. And I thought that was a good point because a lot of the time when we're negotiating, there's a bunch of personal fat that mm -hmm. we're trying to hold on to that we don't want to give up yeah. that you're actually going to find if you go there together and you compromise, it's actually going to make you better as an individual, yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. So for him, he had to learn how to manage his time better and he realized, and I've found that before too where I'm like really stressed out or I feel like I've got too much on the go and you're not, you're not maybe um, understanding that a way that I want you to, like I can identify with that very thing they're talking about, but mm -hmm. you've actually made me better and we've had to learn. I've gotten better at scheduling properly, doing the work I need to do and not, not taking my own um, lack of discipline in my own right. personal responsibility out on you right. in our relationship, yeah. right? And I think this conflict actually has a real way of sharpening us as individuals and making us better, yeah. it forces us to do that. So, isn't that the beauty of marriage, though? It, that's really it, isn't like, it? Like I feel like it's because of him that I have changed so much, right? I'm just mm -hmm. I would be this same old angry schmuck without you. Schmuck. Schmuck. No, it's it is true. I mean, that's and that's the beauty of uh, you're totally right. It's the beauty of marriage, and it's the gift of conflict. Mm -hmm. Is like the that's that's the very mechanism that like God is actually. It's almost like a trick, right? It's like God, yeah. God like baits yeah. us into being attracted to one another, and then we yes. get in this covenant, yes. and we're stuck together. Yes. And then we actually have to like work it out. And He knows actually, Brent, the best thing that ever happened to you is getting this perfectionist who's who's an introvert, and yeah. you're gonna have to learn how to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's true. Like she really, really has made me better. Yeah. I think we would all sit here and say that. For like sure. I'm, I'm a way better individual yeah. than I was 15 years ago. No yeah, question. Sure. And I'm, like, I'm on the other side of that, right? Like I would be, would have been the introvert, and Crystal's pulled a lot of stuff out of me, and so some of the stuff that, even the way, even the fact, like. The, the, some of the details of our, our story and our conflict and all like the, the fact that some of that is we're just sitting here freely talking about it yeah. like would, be, would have been something like 20 years ago mm -hmm. I would not have been okay with mm -hmm. right it would have been a very because it was very private and it was uh, that was okay that was as far as I went but pulling that and Crystal is just if you know Crystal she's just energy and she has no hang ups with like sharing things and being just open about our lives and that's that was always something very uncomfortable but she pulled that out of me and then 
that made me a better person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. so if we, if you can get if you can get to compromise, mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like really, if you're yeah. both happy, yeah. and I think that's the mm-hmm. goal is like, hey, keep repeating the process and like refining yeah. it until you can get to that space yeah. where you're like, okay, yeah, we I can live with that, mm-hmm. right? And because and that works because it it shifts the focus again from like for me to win or me to be heard to like for the marriage to win. Like that yes. com- to say the second step's compromise. Like in most situations for a second step to be compromised seems countercultural. Yeah. Like like you don't you do, to compromise means to give, right? Yeah. Like to yeah. and and so but to automatically think like that is that's what you're getting toward. Like mm-hmm. that's your goal you're going towards changes things even within that yep. because mm-hmm. it shifts like okay so why are we like why may we bringing this up and it helps me to think like is it even worth bringing up because i'm somebody who in my head out my mouth and i want to deal with it right there yep. rather than there are times like i may like we've joked around a few times today saying oh like andy doesn't want to like he thinks doesn't think many things are worth fighting about yep. and i think things are worth fighting about too much mm-hmm. even in those steps helps me to go is it really worth bringing up though? Is it really worth mm-hmm. making a big deal? Mm-hmm. Um, is there even anything to compromise on, or do I just want you to change? Yeah, right. yeah. And I think I think one of the things though is like, at the, as we grow in marriage and we grow in our relationship and intimacy and communication and conflict and compromise, there is a level of you sh- you should be getting better at it, yeah. and you should be able to like. I think, you know, as far as make make a case for Andy's approach, like you should be able to determine what is actually a fight worth having and what's not. exactly. And I think Mm -hmm. we've probably cut back on our, like we don't fight nearly as much as Mm -hmm. we used to. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that is we just, we've we've narrowed down the list of issues, you know, and like I think that happens as a marriage gets healthier. There's just... Mm. There's probably always going to be conflict, and I, I imagine John and Willow Ann would be the first to say, you know, yeah. But it, I, I can attest that it happens mm-hmm. way less. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and that's the beauty of it too. Is like, you're getting better at being together when you, mm-hmm. when you have these conflicts, mm-hmm. and so there's probably some people who are watching that like they're, maybe they've never actually thought of it that way, or maybe they're newlyweds, or maybe they're in like the B zone, Q zone, red zone. Mm-hmm. And like the, the vision of this is like actually like if you just press in and do this right, you can yeah. get to a way better place. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they, they kind of make the point for that. But really quick, we're going to be done in a second. But really quick, they talked about if you can't get to a place of compromise, bring in, bring in an outside voice. Bring in somebody that's going to be able to, to give you some perspective. As I talked about, like the optional counseling rounds, the bonus rounds, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully you can get that knockout punch and you can stand the winner. Oh, that, that's not in there. But, <laughs> um, no, and so they talk about making a list of trusted friends. Do you guys have people like that that you talk to yeah. that, mm. you know, you do? Like not, not officially, but, you know, there's the people that I would be really close to yeah. that I would know that they like they're the friends that can be honest with me. Mm-hmm. So if I go to them with right. an they'll issue, tell you the truth. They won't oh, just side with they'd you. They'd be like, yeah, you're being kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, for sure. for sure. And I would listen to them. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. I do like that they do kind of say yeah. it's got to be agreed upon though that that's you like. 
Yeah. Like if I said I'm gonna go talk to my mom, right? You know, he'd be like, she's gonna side with you. What are you? What she's gonna? So I think I do like that, and then. You know they do make a case for you know seeking seeking counsel. You know if you're a Christian, I would I would say you, need, you should seek Christian counseling or pastoral mm-hmm. pastoral counseling. Like mm-hmm. that's such a huge piece in all this. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's it's a very helpful and healthy thing to do. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. you do come to an impasse, right? Where you're just yeah. like we can't agree on this, and we're not willing to give, and we might need another voice. And so we talked about bringing that in. They talked about seeking, seeking the re- bringing the referee in. Talked about like really inviting, you know, to go back to last week's inviting God in mm-hmm. through prayer. Yeah. Like if you do come to a gridlock or a place where you just can't agree, it's probably time to go back to to praying for one another and asking the Lord to give your perspective a shift. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I thought that was really helpful. But the thing that that really stood out to me there as we kind of wrap up, he talked about there's a quote. Um, actually, I'd love it if you'd read this because, um, yeah, go ahead and read it. Um, the quote about 95% of the time. Uh-huh. I found that 95% of the time I want to call for a fair fight is because I'm not living according to Jesus' standard. I just wanted you to read that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm just, I'm just and that playing. concludes our episode. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. Uh, yeah, no, I think he's, anyway, finish on, I was just joking. I do, I do, actually. Instead of planning a fight, I need to absorb the offense and move on, serve my wife better and move on, yes. or pray for Marcia and ask God to help her. Yeah, yeah. and that's the, I think. That's huge. It's like, and I think we've laughed here over this time, like, so many of our fights I mean, they were worth having because they mattered, but in hindsight, they just were so stupid, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think as we grow, not just in our love for one another, we grow in our relationship Mm -hmm. with God, it should actually start Mm -hmm. to to cut down the fights just for your own own sense of care for them, sense of selflessness, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, and it's doing the best. Yeah. Like, I think that that's something Mm -hmm. where we can get caught up in any sort of relationship, but even marriages, like, that we we almost start to villainize and assume that there's malice there. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely don't know if there's been times in our marriage where there's been genuine malice, like right. we're like mm-hmm. trying to yeah. like have a, a deceitful heart or whatever that is, that if we walk into a situation, assuming that it's just ignorance or stupidity yeah. Yeah. rather than malice, mm-hmm. I think that changes that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Who do you call us stupid? No, but that's such I a mean, good thing. I mean, for me, me myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think we hit on this a little bit last week too, talking about like, and and I think there's more evidence of it because we've we've all just talked about it, so many fights mm-hmm. we've all had, and we don't even really remember what they're about. Or they're about mm-hmm. a window yeah. latch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So good. with all due respect, Chris. I got um, That's just to put that out. <laughs> yeah. But it's <laughs> we actually we actually fight about the safety thing too. Is yeah. I'd leave the house unlocked. I'd leave the cars in the nice. in the. I leave the keys in the car, and I just. Maybe just more Women trusting. are more concerned about their safety. Fair enough. Right. So we lock the doors. We compromise. We lock the doors. <laughs> we live in the safest neighborhood of all of Canada. That's I know, yes. right? Yes. Right? She's like, yeah, we don't want to be that well, statistic. Yeah, yeah, you know? Exactly, yeah. I but, appreciate that you, you said that, though, Brent, and you ended there, because that's something where I found with me in my life, like, so often is, like, I always ask myself, like, the question I'm always asking myself in my head whenever something does come up, or especially if it's something stupid, like, is I'm not saying these are real examples, but it's like, like if it's something like oh that like the laundry isn't folded the way I would have folded it, or the dishwasher isn't loaded the way I would have loaded it, and like little things like that, I ask myself the question is like like 
do I even have the right to be right about this, right? Like, does, does, it, even, does, it, does it even does it even matter? matter yeah. right? And so, like, laying down my yeah. right to be right and yeah. just saying, like, I'm choosing to 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 compromise even internally on this and just yeah. say, like, I'm not going to make a thing out of this. I'm going to wrestle that thing down inside of me that wants to be right or wants to bring it up and wants to be annoyed about it and just mm-hmm. say, like, no, that's that's my own personal issue that yes. I need to wrestle down. Like, that's not her at all. It's right. 100% me. Yeah. And I've got to deal with this thing. And it's... and. So I, I'm definitely not perfect, but God and I are kind of working on that together, and it yeah. has helped me a lot. So I appreciated that yeah, so much when you said too. that at the end. It's like, yeah. man, most of the most of the fights we get in, I could probably solve myself a lot of times if I just would deal with my own crap. Yeah, yeah. before I dump sure. it on her. If you yeah. could just be, like, and this is probably a word to the wise for all these, all of us that are Christian couples. Like, if we could just have kind of gospel glasses on yeah. when yeah. it comes to our conflict. Like first and foremost, like Jesus yeah. came. You know, to serve and to, you know, so we're called to, you know, wives submit to your husbands and husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church. Like we're called to lay ourselves down for each yeah. other. Yeah. And then and then to, to recognize too, to Carrie's point about like, you know, this there, there might be, I need to see their, I need to give them the benefit of the doubt. I need to mm-hmm. see their humanity, their value and recognize like there are powers and principalities i believe at play trying Mm -hmm. to bring division and destruction into your relationship and so many of our fights if i look back i'm like yeah okay there was a there was a spiritual Mm. magnetism on that that way out punted the you know the coverage of what that issue actually was so Mm -hmm. it's like coming in coming to the table of conflict before you have conflict like to do self-inventory maybe take it to the lord and 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 like am i seeing them the way you see them lord am i seeing myself the way i should see myself is there a freaking demon like you know is there like because that's that's real stuff and i think if we can we can go through that checklist a little bit and then hit the other 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, for sure. I, something I just want to bring up is like, we know what the payoff looks like. Like we've seen the couples who are like in the 60s or in the 70s mm-hmm. who are in love, but we've also seen the couples who are like, why are you guys still married that are just like old and bitter towards each other? Mm-hmm. We've seen that. Yeah. And I feel like if you do the work as you go along and don't sort of kick the conflict down the field, you yeah. see the payoff in the long yeah. run. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of value into into doing conflict really well and like giving yourself to that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a good. Uh, let's let's. I'll read this last quote and then we'll we'll wrap up with prayer. But he said, in the end, marriage is an invitation to learn how to love the way Jesus does. Mm. The more we can die to self and become alive to God, the more our marriage becomes a candidate for God's favor and blessing. I thought that was that was huge. So. Uh, you want to pray for us? You want to pray for marriages, yeah. Anthony, and uh, like specifically in this area of conflict, and, yeah. and we'll, uh, we'll wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, Lord, we um, just thank you, Lord, for this time. Lord, thank you for thank you for marriage, Lord. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, Lord. It's it is a picture of how you love the church, mm-hmm. Lord, and and so I just say, Lord, in the middle of that, thank you for that model. Thank you for what you showed us about the laying our lives down and the and the submission and the Lord the beautiful picture of how that gets worked out, Lord. And just so Lord, I just pray for everyone listening, Lord, and everyone watching this, Lord, I just pray a, a blessing uh, on their marriage, yeah. God. And I just pray for just uh Lord, for those who are without hope, I just speak hope mm. over some of the some situations, God, and where there is conflict, Lord, we speak 
uh, resolution and peace, God, and whether it is refining, Lord, we welcome the refining, Lord, that you're doing in us, Lord, as we go through these things. Lord, I just pray, I just thank you for the beautiful picture that you're weaving in every individual story, Lord, uh, just uh, this amazing uh, uh, beautiful uh, thing that you're actually creating, This that everyone has a story, every marriage is a story, and that's, that when it's yielded over to you, it's for your glory, Lord. And so, Lord, I thank you for that, Lord. We pray for hope and peace. Lord, I just pray for even just like that love would increase, Lord, even as ones that are watching would just even look at each other and just give a wink to each other and say, we're doing pretty good, babe. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, I just pray for that, Lord, and I just want to celebrate marriage as Lord, as you designed it, Lord, we just thank you for that gift that that is, Lord. Mm. And so we bless your name, Lord, and we just pray for a blessing on conflict, Lord, that we would just learn to learn to fight well and learn to fight for our marriage mm. well, Lord. And we just bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, thanks again for tuning in today, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this conversation about conflict and it helps make your marriage and your relationships a little bit better. If you haven't already, take a minute. Would you leave a kind review? Would you share this for someone else? Would you help us get the word out? And we'll see you next time.